going on? Oh, wow. That took a minute to get in. Oh, my gosh. Here. Can we start by saying you can tell we haven't done this show in a couple weeks because there are a million water bottles sitting on this table. I don't know what you're talking about. Do not pour those on our wood floor. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to kill him, you guys. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to kill him. They were in the floor originally. No, they weren't. What do you mean pour them out? They've all got lids on them. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Those Walmart lids. You know they don't work well. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. How have you been? It's been like two weeks. You know, I've been all right. Uh, have you not seen me since then? Uh, are you yeah. asking them how they've been? No, I was asking you. Because we usually only get to talk to each other when we do this show. Well, honestly, we almost didn't do, do the show tonight. <laughs> Y'all it's rough. Uh, yeah, it's tough. Family it's in tough. town again this weekend. It's just been hard. Last yeah. weekend... Last Saturday night, right before the show, my daughter comes breezing in from out of town. Had no idea she was coming. Yeah. No idea. So that threw a <laughs> I was like, um, okay. And I did uh, I, I, I did a, a Twitch video, which I had gotten in the habit of doing whenever something comes up and we can't do the show. I try to let y'all know we can't like message each individual person. But it's also why we talked about making a Telegram channel. And having something where we can like message y'all, but here's here's what we think we're going to do uh, when it comes to this show. We it, it's going to be so tough for us to continue to do it on Friday night. I mean Saturday night. Yeah, we thought it was going to be easier than Friday night, but it's actually become more difficult than Friday night. <laughs> right. Um, and so just to dedicate, you know, to just give up every Saturday night, it's proving to be harder and harder. So what we thought about doing, we, we thought about two options. One being do a deal where we do it every other week or, or Sunday nights or do it on Sunday nights or do it every other week on Sunday nights. No, I don't want to do it. every. I like coming in here every week. It's just tough because... The kids on the weekends. Yeah. And then with work. And we thought that Friday night was tough because we were working. But then Saturday night, I guess we didn't realize how much stuff we do on Saturdays. Right. So, basically, I think what we're going to do starting next week is start Sunday nights. Yeah. We almost did that tonight, by the way. Yeah, but I didn't want to do that since we didn't show up last Saturday. <laughs> and we literally decided at the last minute, like, let's quit screwing these people over and just... Well, plus, I like to hang out with everybody. Yeah. You know? Me it's too. some socializing for us, too. Bama Phoenix, Kim, Jessica, uh, who else? Amir, if Amir's still in here. He says, I'm Gucci, sexy as ever. Oh, there he is. Okay. Who else we got? Mark? Scott Brandon, unless he dipped out already. Did anybody watch the show Watch the Water that we talked about last time? Whoa. Did anybody watch it? What a documentary that was. Yes. And honestly, this show will probably get banned if we discuss it, but, I mean, does it really well, matter? Well, here's my thought process on that. If you guys actually watched it, did you guys think you needed to do a little research on what they were talking about? Because I felt lost 90% of the time. Like, I don't know what all that medical stuff is. Yeah. I mean, did you feel that way? Kind of. I mean, if I had to turn around and explain it to the audience, then I would struggle a little bit. But I got the the 
gist of what he was talking about. Well, let me let me put it this way. I don't know enough about that stuff to know that what they were saying was true. That's yeah. what I mean. I want to be able to take it and break it down and look up each thing like Tony did before we have a discussion about it because I don't, I mean, for all I know, everything they're saying in that is a lie or the truth. I have no idea. Yeah, so I, I sent it to Tony and Tony, I sent it to him because he's the type of guy that will watch something and and watch it again and watch it a third time mm-hmm pausing it in between and writing down information so he can turn around and research it. He'll literally pause a documentary and then start the research and then go back to the documentary. And so after I sent it to him, I checked in with him the next day. He'd already watched it three times. (laughs) He had been researching (laughs) for like 12 hours. And he was like, I have yet to, to be able to disprove this. Right. And that's what he does. When he sees stuff and he doesn't know anything about it, he he views it as his job to disprove it. And he's like, I can't. I can't disprove well, most of this stuff. And he, he's still got some to go, but it's called Watch the Waters, the name yeah, of the documentary. And I, what I wanted us to do was watch it and then I'll discuss it. But I feel like if we're going to discuss it, I personally want to research it more she was like we can't do the show until we watch it because we told everybody else to watch it and as you see in our chat everybody's like what's the movie called yeah so now (laughs) that'll give you guys another opportunity to watch it plus i would like tony do you think he'd come on and talk about it with us yeah i could call him um it's called watch the water Mm -hmm. the only place i know to find it is on rumble rumble yes so go to rumble and watch it Mm -hmm. It, it's basically it's about the it's about covid and it's about the vaccines right and long story short uh it's a guy who went very in depth with research on it and and basically came out to the conclusion that this is not a respiratory virus right that this is in fact uh transmitted through what looks like possibly the water, the water, the water supply, and then instead of it being a virus, it's right. actually the 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 manufactured equivalent equivalent of snake venom, mm-hmm. and with that, the vaccine with the mRNA technology is the same thing. That's what the that's what the thing's about. And it goes. Right. It's like an hour long. It's totally worth the watch. Um, it is, but I really feel like. To know, like you said, Tony watched it and researched it. I would like to do that too before I talk about it because I just don't. It's not like the flat Earth topic. When you watch that, you hear the the evidence on it. It's like okay, you can make your own educated guess on this or decision on this. There's so much medical terminology that I have no clue what that stuff is and if it's even real. You know, I just want to look it up myself. Yeah. So why don't you see if he'll be willing to come on the show with us? And then we can do... Tonight? No. I just messaged him asking me if he would call in. Well, if we're going to talk about it now, then that's not going to give us time to research it more. That's fine. We can talk about it tonight. That's oh fine. My God. That's fine if you've already messaged him. If he's done the research for us, I trust Tony. If not, <laughs> it is totally okay. <clears throat> just... Way to put him on like the spot. A... 
chat. He might be. Yeah, so it's Watch the Water, and you can find it on Rumble. Yes. Uh, can you hand me this, too? I got this today. Um, for those of you who follow me on social media, she wouldn't let me put it up in the background. No. But this is... Yeah, hear that? This is legit. Uh, I mean, it's a little more flexible than your average car tag, but it's still that kind of aluminum material. I guess it's not aluminum if it bends, but... Um, Y'all need to go get you one of these. Go to the Blunt County Tactical. You can get you one. You can put it on the front of your car. If you're here in Alabama, you don't have to have a front driver's license. I'm putting one of these in the 99.5 studio. Do we have an update on the woman that stole the gun? No. Actually. I had my mic muted that whole time. So Are you serious? Just, Such yes. a professional. I vaped and I forgot to turn it back on. <laughs> okay, so let me start over. I got this. Okay, you can go to Blake County Tactical and get you one. Uh, I'm I'm putting one of those in the 99.5 studio. As far as an update on um, the gun, I've, I meant to ask Nathan about that when I was at Blake County Tactical today and I forgot. Okay. So. Did, you, did you ask him if he watched the video of us last night? What video? The one of us at Blunt County Tactical. What? Oh, 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 oh. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he was dealing with the death <laughs> of his dog, so... Yeah, do you want to tell that story? What happened? Well, I, I mean, it's not really my story to tell. I'm talking about what you did outside the restaurant. Okay. Well, I have to tell the other story then. Uh, so, <laughs> and by the way, Bamba Phoenix, I've got the Stallions game going right here. Yeah, he does. That's why we were late. Uh, um. So... Last night, we went to the Mexican restaurant, La Hacienda, with my mother and my sister, who are in town from Kansas City, which is next to Blount County Tactical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we came out of the restaurant, I was like, whenever... <laughs> I'm going to go up to Nathan's security camera, which he can pull up on his cell phone, and I'm going to moon the camera. This is a true story. Yeah, right? yeah. So I taxed him. I'm like, hey, man, look at your camera. And I'm going, getting ready to pull my pants down. And uh, I don't remember if I did or not. By no. the time he texted me back, you know, I, I, we were already off in the parking lot. And then I realized through a post or through a group message that we're in uh, that his dog had died. Yeah. They they literally, the dog, which was kind of a puppy, uh, fell in the swimming pool. They couldn't so find sad. him. And they found him at the bottom of the pool. He, he had drowned. Um which was awful, not just for him and, and his wife, but the kids, uh, you know, Big, who were beautiful dog too. 15 and younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just as bad. I was like, man, I feel like a jerk. I'm over here pulling my pants down on, on your security camera and you're dealing with the death of your dog. Um, but he don't care. He's fine. I mean, he don't care about my, my me pulling my pants down. <laughs> but whatever. Tony says we can call him. I notice he's in the chat as well. Okay, let's call him. So I mean, we can talk about it now. We don't have to wait. Chances are if we wait, we'll never talk about it. So we'll just go ahead and do it. That is a true story. So... What's up? Uh, not much. So you want to know about Watch the Water? Yeah, so I know you're in the chat now, but we were talking about it, and I was explaining to everybody how you, when you watch a documentary, you make it your mission to disprove what they are trying to 
prove on on the documentary. So you go and you research it in depth, watch it two, three, four times. And yes, the conclusion so far, and you may still be looking into some of this that you came out with after watching this multiple times and looking into it. What did you find, at least up to this point? Okay, so first off, it is a lot easier to disprove things than to prove them. And that's why I take that approach. So I watched it twice. And then the third time, as I went through, I would pause every time he would make some type of point. So far, I cannot disprove anything that the guy is saying um, as far as facts. That certain guy dying that was working on the 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 venom and on all that whole the whole thing sounds legit however i've got my wife on it and a few of her science healthcare friends i'm having a hard time disproving his the actual science with the venom and but it's so it scares me to death because um it actually cut me up the first night uh just the effects from snake venom and what it does to the body and the different ones that do what they're supposed to do. I mean, it would explain so much with what we know about COVID and how I know people personally that didn't leave their house and they were in their house and getting nothing but deliveries and they still got it. Right. You know, I mean, how does that happen? But a lot of snake bites and things like that, different countries, different types of snakes. I mean, it shuts down organs. It, causes all kinds of problems i think the nicotine part of the show was the most interesting for me personally because we haven't had anybody that we know that vapes and that uses nicotine have any breathing issues when they had covid it's yeah. only been the ex-smokers that don't have any nicotine in their system so that's that's as far as that goes what they relayed on the the documentary and i'm trying to phrase this in a way that doesn't get this video pulled um the nicotine works in a way that it attaches it blocks the receptors to the receptors that yeah. covid yes. or snake venom whichever it is uh it to the same receptors and prevents the snake venom or the same thing that covid's got going on from getting into those receptors and then ultimately affecting your your organs and your mm -hmm. lungs in particular. Yeah. The nicotine apparently helps you breathe if you get it. And I got to say this, and I know this for a fact, being in business over nine years selling nicotine products, I have never seen the government go after nicotine like I have lately, especially this past year, year and a half. Yeah. It's been crazy. And they're wanting to ban menthol cigarettes and, and, they used to use cigarettes as a way to help control the population and keep people addicted. But now it's almost like nicotine's in the way of something. Right. So uh, and you never, that sounds never, kind of conspiracy-like. No, but ahead. I never thought about that angle because this whole time that, you know, they've been talking about banning vapes, I was thinking it was because the tobacco industry wasn't making enough money and that they were kind of forcing the hand. But maybe it really is something like the the pandemic i think it's a mixture of both yeah uh, but See, I never I, of it is it's definitely big tobacco i know that for 100 mm -hmm. as as sure as i'm breathing right now okay yeah um but the whole other but i mean they've been coming at it after us forever and they've been trying but lately this past year it just seems like the heat has turned up 
Yeah. Like yeah. they do not like us. Yeah. And uh, so, it and, would it would make sense. I mean, if if COVID was which was a government funded virus or whatever it may be mm-hmm. it was meant to do something and if nicotine is in fact blocking that mission from being accomplished you know the, the mm-hmm. other part of that documentary it talks about remdesivir and we've seen yes. over the months and in, in years i guess where the government has gone after monoclonal antibodies they they blocked florida from using them and now the rest of the country and the only approved treatment that there's they seem to be allowing is remdesivir and when comparing remdesivir to the snake venom slash covid it is almost a death sentence in in almost every case right it really is and it's scary enough to to i'm i'm 100 convinced that they know what they they're doing they've known what they've been doing they act like they didn't know and it's almost like in your face at this point and that's why they need this ministry of truth they gotta they gotta stop the bleeding on their end yeah you think um, about that this board that's going to be overseeing the the speech on the internet where yeah. what with what elon musk is doing is the obvious but they have no way to control places like rumble where we're seeing this or mm-hmm. telegram or any of these other apps that you know, may not be as popular as Facebook and Twitter, but do allow people to put videos and documentaries and say what they want to say. Otherwise, Tony, me, Trish, none of us would know it, this theory exists whatsoever if it weren't for those sites. And they've got, they're trying to figure out a way to, in fact, control that because they don't need. Back in the day, this is it's not new for the government to do shady stuff like this. This is not new. The The difference between now and then is the fact that we now have the ability to find out about it. And they mm-hmm. haven't had to deal with that over the decades, and they've got to figure out a way to stop it. Well, you and they look, did try with YouTube, by censoring YouTube, because that was a, a big way people were getting connected. Well, think of when the you censorship know? really kicked in high gear was mm-hmm. COVID, and them being able to say it's a public safety health issue right which is why we have to shut this down because it's going to get people killed it was it was finally that one excuse that was giving them the ability right to infringe on speech on the internet and that's what that's the excuse they're using for this ministry of of truth is to say that well it's a public health thing the cdc mm-hmm. they're going to give the cdc all this power to to you know, police speech. Well, and they have to figure out a way where people won't push back, just like during nine eleven. What did they? What did, what was the Patriot Act? Yeah. That they did, and they, you know. Yeah, that's where it started. See, right. Tony, yeah. Tony the, look the, at what you've done to us. Like we're just so far down the rabbit hole because of you. The, pa- <laughs> the, pa- the Patriot Act was their own constitute. Like that set up so many things. Mm-hmm, I know. And people it's, were it's like, unbelievable. Yeah, people were, you know, because the twin towers fell, people were willing to do whatever it took to catch whoever did it so they were willing to give their rights away they had you know? society freaked out yeah, as much during 9-11 as they did in the early days of covid mm-hmm. you know yep. even the people like us we, if you if you weren't worried in the early early days of covid because of the so much unknown then you're lying every one of us were worried to an extent when this first started because we had no clue we didn't. We didn't even know who Doctor Fauci was. Never even heard of the guy. Didn't know I that had. there was a lab. And well, Tony probably has. 
But we didn't know. Well, and I say that you know we know Doctor Doctor Fauci from the uh, the AIDS epidemic and all that stuff, but uh, we didn't know that they were funding uh, you know gain of function research in in right. Wuhan and everything else. So it was just generally we just didn't know. So well, when you get a society freaked out like that, they're willing to give up their rights. Mm-hmm. Right. I got to say this: once you come to the realization that everything is a theater. I'm talking everything. Yes, that's where I am. Yes. When you when, when COVID first came down, you know what my first thought was? What are they up to now? Me too. That's and, the first thing yeah. I, I thought of. I, I never bought any of this bullshit. This listen, bull stuff. L- let me tell you. The, now you can cuss on Listen, here, the fine. first day that we were shut down, and I don't think Andrew's remembering this, um, I started doing Shipped. I signed up for Shipped, and the very first day I went out and shopped, I'm standing in line. They literally just announced the closure of stores. Everyone's staying home. I go out and do shift. I wasn't worried about it. I did send my daughter to stay with my mother-in-law because my mother-in-law had cancer. My daughter has an autoimmune disease. So I did send her off. I went shopping so that I could keep working and doing shift. And I'm standing in line at the first store and I see the plexiglass and the signs in the store and the 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 signage on the floor and then I go to the next store and they already have it and I'm like how did these stores get this packaged all the public stuff matched all the piggly wiggly stuff matched how did they get all this signage and get the plexiglass and get all that stuff in stores in 24 hours that Mm-hmm. is a standard stocked look for each store. So there's like, there's no way that they didn't know this was coming because the, these stores yeah. were completely decked out and ready to go for it. So it was, it was a total pandemic. They still have people wearing masks. Uh, it, it's all a big theater show. And I got, I got to say this out of everything I've learned, I've researched more than anybody I've met. I've, I'm addicted to research. This whole thing, the scariest part is I've always known for at least a couple decades, whenever these people that are really in charge of things show their face, it's game over. There's nothing we can do. And it's almost to that point. Mm -hmm. So far, they've shown their henchmen. And when I'm talking henchmen, I'm talking George Soros. I'm talking Klaus Schwab. I'm talking WEF. That whole, there's lots of them, but they're the small potatoes. Yeah. When we get to the people that own the central banks, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and say Rockefeller because people know that name, but right. there's plenty other. <laughs> you don't want to say the big R, do you? No, I don't because <laughs> they, they, you know, they they have not shown their face yet. And the day that they do, that's the day I'm going to stop researching because I'm going to know the whole game is up. Yep. Mm. This whole thing. We never heard of Klaus Schwab before this last year. I had, but nobody else I knew had, and that whole gang of people and how they're all in that club. Andrew, we've went over this many times. Um, Just the fact that we know who they are and people talk about it freely now scares the crap out of me. Right. Yeah, the fact that you can get on TikTok and just random people know about the bloodlines and the different families and the, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, and the more they know and the more it's out in the open, the scarier it gets for me mm-hmm. because then I know that they have full 
total control. And really the end game for them is a chip in you or a chip in a baby when they're born. I know that sounds crazy, but trust me, it's going to happen. Someday it's going to happen. They want it faster than later. And we got to watch for the collapse of the dollar. They're purposely bankrupting this country. They're going to collapse the dollar just like they did the British pound. That used to be the global currency. And they're going to introduce this digital dollar where you can get that and it's safe. You won't lose your cash. Mm. We'll bank it. And the, and Bank of America, regions, all those banks, they'll eventually be gone and we'll be banking with the Federal Reserve. Yeah. And they'll have different branches around the country. Mark my word. Yep, yep. we'll yeah. be using no the doubt. same bank. Look, now we've got Tony fired up, and he's not going to be able to sleep tonight either. So, <laughs> way to go. This was Trish's idea, Yeah, but Tony. this is the kind of stuff that's interesting to me. And I actually wanted to do a show just on this kind of stuff until I realized it was pointless. They were just going to keep taking stuff down. Yeah. You well, know? well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to yep. drag Tony in studio soon, and we're going <laughs> to... We're going to break all of this down for everybody. If it gets banned, it gets banned. We'll, we'll, if we've got to send you the audio recording, each one of you listeners individually, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll find one way or another to get it to you. So I need to just start a, I need to just use all my money and start co- something called like shitter and just have everybody just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, Tony, but, uh, I appreciate it, buddy. You and I and Trish and Amy will be going to the theater on Monday to go mm-hmm. see Dinesh D'Souza's new documentary about the election. So I'm excited about that. We'll awesome. see you then. All right, brother. I'll hop in the chat and uh, anytime. Appreciate okay. it, man. There you go. There's my man, Bye, Tony. Tony. The, the Tony. Somebody said Tony who? That's uh, Trading Vapor here in the chat. He's... um. Uh, he's the Vapor Forge guy, and and by the way, if y'all haven't been down there, go go do it. I've met several listeners that have come through there that are very curious about Delta Eight, and it, it's Delta Eight's not easy to explain on the radio with limited time. I feel like maybe we could get Tony over here and spend you know thirty minutes or an hour just talking Delta Eight and kind of give people a grasp of what it is. Mm-hmm. It is. It is a THC product that's federally legal because it's derived from the hemp plant, not the cannabis plant. Right. But it has so many of the same properties and helps you on a medical side with sleep, pain, you know, even for some people, anxiety. Everybody's body's different. So, you know, it's just a matter of trying it out and see what it does for you. Uh, But people coming in there with tremendous tremendous problems that are just having a, a swell of bazillion pills a day and they're like i just i want to stop this if even if i can get a, you know, relief for one of my issues like it'll right. be worth it and so you know you, the, you you've got everything from flour where you can roll it up and smoke it traditionally uh gummies brownies cookies also uh vape pens and even tinctures just liquid you can just Put under your tongue. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. Good stuff. So check that out. Uh, I need to talk about, to get off of this, and we can go back at a later show and, and talk, watch the water or whatever. But what I have dubbed my week from hell oh God. on the radio. Do you really want to talk about that, though? Because the last time you did that, it got back to the person. Yeah, but I, I, I just... I don't think you should. I, well, I think for those that listen to me on the radio, y'all probably already know what I'm talking about. And I just want to phrase it like this, okay? When you dramatically change 
the uh, the dynamic of someone's radio show. Mm-hmm. It really throws things off. Right. Not what well, I, I didn't mean. I don't mean dramatically. I mean if you change it just a little bit, right. it dramatically throws it off. So what happened was we had a couple guys on vacation this week, so we had to do some moving around when it came to producers. Okay. Well, John Bird got moved to mornings. Now, John Bird's my guy. John Bird's a handful sometimes, right? He's got a million things to do, and sometimes he gets scatterbrained, and that's fine. I love John Bird. Mm -hmm. I get scatterbrained as well. But I did not appreciate John Bird as much as I should have. This week has made me realize this. Now, listen to this. The person that did the show for me, I think, is an awesome guy. I met him for the first time Monday, right before the show started. So we didn't really know each other, but over the week we've got to know each other. Solid dude. Uh, Very gracious for me to let him be on the show when I was gracious for him stepping up, doing something that he didn't really know how to do. He had to be trained throughout the week Mm -hmm. on how to run my show. But when you put me in front of somebody that I've never met that I don't know, we don't know each other, we don't know each other's personality or timing or chemistry or anything. It made it so hard for me to do the show the way I wanted to do it. Well, and and let me also say, Andrew's the kind of person you can't go, hey, babe, let's go to dinner tonight. He's like, no, I've got to prepare for that. We'll have to do it tomorrow night. Or right. no, he is. He cannot. He okay. is not someone that likes change. If something's going to change, he needs to have time to warm up to it. Um, and it gives him anxiety. It just does. So just the fact that John wasn't there all week was probably enough. It wouldn't have mattered who was in there. I left the you house know? today, this morning, to go visit family. And five minutes after I left, I realized I hadn't taken. A- taking a poop this morning oh my god <laughs> and then i could feel it you know working its way towards the uh towards the final stages and i got anxiety over that okay babe <laughs> i got anxiety over the fact that i didn't poop before i left the house so i'm using that as an example oh my god that i get anxiety very easily okay and this week i was so riddled with anxiety from Monday through Friday, I'm going to be honest with y'all, I feel like I need to apologize to the entire listening audience because I put on a subpar to garbage performance every single day, and I promise y'all I'm going to make it up Monday. I promise you. John Bird will be back. He got moved to mornings just because of others on vacation. And he'll be back. Oh, gosh. I'm just, I'm getting anxiety just thinking about this past week. He is, though. He cannot, change does not look good uh, on Andrew uh, at all. (laughs) Anyway, that was it. That's all I had. Um, People uh, are asking, who said that? Kim? No, Lori said, where can I see 2,000 mules with Trish? We're going to be... Uh, it's going to be me, Trish, Tony, and Amy will be going to the, the theater at the Summit. There's it, it's, it's a very limited showing, so here's what's happening. This is obviously a Dinesh D'Souza documentary about election fraud. Now, 
props to him for even getting this put in theaters. I don't know how he pulled that off, but there's only a few hundred theaters across the country that are showing it. Birmingham is fortunate enough to get two showings for this. Monday at 7 and Wednesday at 7. We're going Monday night at 7 to see this. And I think, depending on where you all are, I think there's one showing in Huntsville, one in Daphne, one in Montgomery, and maybe one in Auburn. Uh, but it is... Um, it is the the Monday showing that we're going to. Yes. So if y'all you have to go to two thousand mules dot com to buy the tickets. You can't go to the theater and buy them. You have to buy them in advance, and I think they're like twenty bucks a piece. But I was talking to Tony about it, and he's like, "Dude, you've got to go watch that before the show. We got to go see the first showing." So next thing I know, Tony hit me up. He's like, "All right, I bought <laughs> I bought us all tickets." I'm like, okay, thank you, Tony. Tony's the man. Uh, I know, it was going to be a guy's night. Yeah, it was just going to be me and Tony, and then Amy's like, well, I want to go, and then Trisha's like, well, I want to go, too. Well, no, you had already invited me to go. Originally, it was supposed to be you and I. I know, and I disinvited you. And then he goes, do you care if Tony goes with us to the movies? And I was like, I don't care. I didn't even know we were going to see that movie. He just asked me if I wanted to go to the movies. And he's like, do you mind if Tony goes with us to the movies? I'm like, no, that's fine. And then I was like, well, why don't y'all just have a guy's night? And he's like, okay, we'll do that. And then he's like, well, his wife's going, too. And I was like, then I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. So we slept so around a couple times. Yeah. So it's like a double date. I'm excited because I like Tony and his wife. They're very nice. Yes. Uh, what's up, Corey Burns? There's my little Michigan buddy. Um, so, yeah. Back to normal Monday. And then Tuesday, I'll be able to tell you all about 2,000 Mules. If you all want to make it, again, 2,000mules.com. And we'll be at the the Summit Theater. Is that that's at the Summit, right? There's not another Summit Theater. Not that I know of. I okay. Mean. Anyway, it says it on the website. <laughs> Just find it. Uh, it's about the 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 title. And if you go to the website, you can see uh, the the promotional the preview for it. It's basically this deep dive into the ballot mules that were going around to different drop boxes and dropping off tons and tons of ballots in the middle of the night in these I drop boxes. I wonder if it's going to have like actual footage. It, it will, yeah. <gasps> Ooh, I like yep. that kind of stuff. It is. It's going to be good. Good. So. so let's get off of the politics and talk about this escaped convict and his okay. co-pilot. All right. All right, all right, all right. Now, this is, uh, Jessica wanted us to talk about this tonight. So I said, Andrew, and listen, here's the thing. I went to look up this escaped escaped convict. We had three this week in Alabama. How come we cannot keep these people in prison or in jail? Like, what's going on in our state? I didn't know we had more. Me either, until I looked it up. I sent you the videos or the articles on all of them. So, most of you guys likely got an Amber Alert about a... It wasn't an Amber Alert. Whatever it was. Was it called a Blue Alert when it's a police officer or corrections officer? Yeah, corrections officer out of Colorado that had been kidnapped by a... Uh, an inmate. It was an Amber Alert, was it not? No. Or it was just an uh, an emergency No, it alert. says it right there on the screen, baby. 
מה זה? בלו אלרט. Yeah, blue alert. Blue alert. Yeah. So, Casey White ends up abducting a lady by the name of... Vicky White. Vicky White. And so first, everybody's like, wait a minute here. What's something fishy's going on? And these two know each other. They don't know each other, apparently. Apparently well, apparently they, they probably do. Well, apparently, apparently they just have the last name. You remember that meme? So do you know anything <laughs> about this story? No, I don't. I don't really. I can tell. <laughs> I don't know anything. I just okay. tried to stall until you take over for me. Oh, okay. So we have this corrections officer that takes this inmate out of the jail, apparently, to get a medical procedure done, which there was no... Mental med- evaluation, right? I don't know what the medical procedure was because I've seen several different things, but probably. Anyway, first of all, you don't just take an inmate out of the jail with one officer, correct? Yeah, you don't say, Billy Ray, come on, we're going to the hospital to get you, um, you but, don't, know. but don't they usually have like three or four officers to go with a convicted murderer? Yeah, there's usually at least two. I mean, wasn't he serving like 75 years? You know nothing about this, dude. Allegedly. <laughs> I can tell by looking at you. Oh, no. I thought you were going to give me a little more than that. Yeah, Jessica says it was a mental evaluation. Okay, yeah. So, I, see, I know something about it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, she she went to take it for this mental evaluation, and then the whole kidnapping deal happened, or they disappeared or whatever, and then the jail responds, and they're like, this inmate was not set for a mental evaluation. Right. Like, we have no record that they were even supposed to go to the hospital. And she had just turned in her papers for retirement. Oh. Like, I think 30 minutes before this happened, or the day before it happened, something like that. Read the article. So you wonder if it, if it is, in fact, a kidnapping deal, or if they just no, ran it's off Romeo together. and Juliet. Bonnie and Clyde. As federal, state, and local authorities continue to investigate the disappearance of Alabama Corrections Officer Vicki White and Capital Murder Suspect Casey Cole White, the Lauderdale County Sheriff's Office, says the evidence is suggesting that she helped the prisoner escape. Quote, the question is, did she do so willingly or was she coerced into doing it by the inmates by threatening her and her, her family or other means? Said Vicki White, an assistant director of corrections at the Lauderdale County Jail, and Casey Cole White, a man who was incarcerated on capital murder charges, had been missing since they left the jail Friday morning at 9.41 a.m. The two are not related. Sheriff Rick Singleton said the primary focus right now is finding the two. Before they left the jail on Friday, Vicki White told jail employees to prepare Casey White for transport to the, uh, where'd you go? Did you lose it? Transport to the Lauderdale County Courthouse for a mental health evaluation. Although no such court appearance was scheduled, Vicki White also told colleagues that she was going to seek medical attention after dropping Casey White off at court because she wasn't feeling well. But Singleton said there was no there was no such medical appointment. He said, "Quote: Our secondary focus is on investigating the escape itself. Indications are, since no court appearance was scheduled, that AD, the assistant director White, uh, assisted in the escape." Sheriff said. The sheriff released a timeline Saturday detailing the chain of events of what happened in the investigation since Vicki White and Casey White disappeared. The two never arrived at the courthouse, which is located downtown Florence, about a half mile from the county jail. At 11, 11.34 a.m., 
About two hours after the pair left the jail, a Florence police officer saw White's patrol vehicle. It was parked among vehicles that were listed for sale. The officer, like other law enforcement, was unaware at the time that Officer White and Casey White were missing. At 3.30 p.m., a jail employee reported to the administration that she had been trying to contact Deputy White but could not reach her. The employee also reported that Casey White had not returned to the jail after law enforcement announced that the pair was missing. According to the sheriff's office, a member of the public reported seeing the patrol vehicle in a shopping center parking lot. Deputies searched the vehicle but did not find any evidence. At 5.30 p.m., about 20 local investigators were working on the case, reviewing surveillance video from the courthouse, jail, shopping center, and other locations. As of Saturday morning, deputies were still looking for any leads on the vehicle that may have been used after White's patrol vehicle was abandoned. The FBI, U.S. Marshals, and Alabama Law Enforcement Agency are assisting with the search. <laughs> the state issued a blue alert. You're pretty Whew. good at that, reading an article. I read a lot of articles. Casey White is believed to be a serious threat be a serious threat to the corrections officer and the public. That's what the alert said. Uh, in 2020, Casey White was charged with two counts of capital murder for the October 23, 2015 murder for hire slaying of Connie Jane Ridgway. Rogersville police found Ridgway's body in the living room of her apartment after a neighbor requested a welfare check. The 59-year-old woman lived at Meadowland Apartments on Prince Drive in Rogersville across the street from Lauderdale County High School's football field. It's a lot of unnecessary detail. <laughs> White in December 2015 was accused of a two-state crime spree that left a dog dead and a woman injured. Police said he carried out multiple shootings, a home invasion, two carjackings in North Alabama and Southern Tennessee. In 2019, he was found guilty of total a total of nine charges, including trying to kill his ex-girlfriend and kidnapping her two roommates. Wow, that's a lot. So, uh, first of all, why do people keep bringing Colorado into this? Yeah, I don't know. I thought I, that I keep Colorado hearing Colorado, to too, and I've yet to see anything reported on Colorado. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> my daughter lives in Florence, speaking of. Maybe they were just going to go on a date. You think they just wanted to go to the Cheesecake Factory and it took a little longer than they planned? Yeah. Maybe, maybe just service was bad that day. They got a flat tire on the car. Denny says they're piled up in some cheap motel in Fort Smith, Arkansas, like a modern-day Bonnie and Clyde. She's got realtor eyes. She's crazy. She's got <laughs> realtor eyes. What the? Tony says, I noticed Hunter showed up for the Easter event at the White House. Maybe the Easter Bunny is his crack dealer. Would explain why he showed up. Yeah, that's true. Um... What's that tunnel thingy in Colorado? You talking uh, about the Denver airport? No, he's probably talking about the mountain that's got the um, army base bunker in it. in it. Yeah, yeah, that thing's cool. You been there? No, but we did a show on it. Oh, did we? Yes, we did. Oh, that's cool. I bet it was good. You don't remember? Well, it got deleted by YouTube. No, that must have been good. Then that was one of the reasons why I got mad. Didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> it got deleted from my brain. Apparently, I spent like four days researching that stuff. Yeah, we probably still got it somewhere. No, I'm sure we I don't. Haven't deleted it. Yeah, you did on the computer. Yes. Nah. Surely not. They're all gone. Okay. Such is a it, bummer. Is it halftime yet? What's the? Oh no, it's not. <laughs> he said, "Yep, that thingy." 
you know, the, the thing, you know. Yeah, you don't remember they've got the big doors that are like bank vaults. Yeah, it's like the Federal Reserve. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. It's zero to zero, 13 minutes left in the second quarter, by the way. Anybody's Focus, keeping score. Andrew. Focus. That's good. That's good. Focus. So well, my my point earlier is when I pulled this article up so that we could talk about it, two more inmates popped up that have escaped in Alabama this week. Really? And it's like, why? first of all, I didn't know about the other two. Second of all, why can't we keep these guys in chains or in a jail cell? Chains. I mean, As don't Joe read Biden. this whole article. I just... <laughs> As Joe Biden said, they're going to put y'all back in chains. Remember that? Yeah, Joe Biden's uh, racist. Um, don't read this one you said. I mean, you can read the... Don't read the whole article. But Do just... you know how fast I read? <sighs> sure, go ahead. All right. I'm going to time you. Ready? <laughs> yeah, I was about to tell you. Do, do a stopwatch. Hold on. All right, here we go. Hold on. Let's go, baby. Ready and go. Montgomery, Alabama. The Alabama Department of Corrections continued to search for an inmate who escaped from his work release location Sunday afternoon. An inmate assigned to the Montgomery-based Red Eagle Work Center, David Kyle, left his assigned job location around 5.15 p.m., according to ADOC. The department did not specifically provide details about Kyle's assigned job location. He remains on the escape list as of Monday. Stop. Is this past Monday? Hold on. Am I understanding this correctly? We have someone that's serving a, a murder sentence, and they've let him out to work. Is that what I just heard? I don't, I don't think it said... Uh, Back up. said he was on work release. We got people serving a life sentence for having pot. Oh, wait, here we go. Kyle <laughs> was serving a 99-year sentence for a 2000 murder conviction out of Etowah County when he escaped... He was also sentenced to eight years in prison for a separate arson conviction. Where did he escape from? The uh, Red Eagle Work Center. Which is what? A Montgomery-based work release location. So he's on work release, and he's serving a life sentence. That is my point. That's a little odd. Here's what it says from the AP from 1999. Uh, says Kyle, then 27, was a known drug dealer. Uh, I cut that off. Let's, let's look at this article. Come on, baby. Here it is. Look at that. Hold on. Let's pull this up. This is the actual article from the AP. An admitted drug dealer was sentenced to 99 years in prison for shooting a Cherokee County man to death and setting his remains on fire. David Kyle... 27, was convicted in February of killing Shane McKnight, who was 25 in September of 98. McKnight's charred body was found in the trunk of a burned car. So uh, Kyle, who said he was a drug dealer and had sold drugs to McKnight before, said he did not feel like he had a fair trial. Blah, blah, blah. Testimony showed McKnight was shot and put in the trunk of the car, but was still alive and could be heard breathing as Kyle drove. Kyle set the car on fire, opened the trunk, and shot McKnight again, according to testimony. So So he lit him on fire because he wasn't dead enough and then shot him again. So we're going to let this guy go work at Wendy's or go work at, you know, the factory down the street. That's a little odd. I'll say that. I mean... (laughs) So is there... 
So no, 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 this no, no, makes no. zero sense to me. Yeah, I mean, is he still on the loose? Go back up to the thing and see what the update is. Let's see. There's no, there's no update. It says their officials are still looking for Kyle as of five fifteen. This was on April twenty fourth. Updated April twenty fifth. So this was last week. Uh, this okay. was four, five days ago. Yeah. Yeah, they would have updated this story if if it were if they had found him by now. I can't wrap my mind around the thought that someone has killed multiple people and they're allowed to go to work release. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's move on to the other escape. <laughs> Is there another one? Yes. That's what I said. Uh, in the process of Where is he looking the, that guy up, these two popped up. Okay, let's see if we can find him. <laughs> I've got... There he is. Oh, there he is. Hey, buddy. How are you? <laughs> there he is. How about this guy? He's a looker. He he needs a little... Uh, TLC? What's, no, what's the <clears throat> stuff you wash your face with? Uh, beach, um, What you call it? Proactive. Proactive. <laughs> That's right. He looks like a teenager. Authorities have recaptured an inmate who escaped from prison Saturday morning. The Alabama Department of Corrections says Mitchell Dillon Lindsay, who's 29, was captured around the institution Saturday afternoon around 3 p.m. Uh, Lindsay was sentenced to life in prison whoops, on a murder charge out of Morgan County back in 2015. Okay, so... So once again, the people that will arrest us and put us in jail if our kids escape from our house <laughs> can't keep these people in jail. I, I just, I can't wrap my brain around it. Three is in one week. this the same guy? No, this is talking about Casey Cole White. So this is back to the, okay. So they caught the other guy, which is good, but um, this guy got caught somewhere near the prison. He just but couldn't get away, I guess. My thing is, your only job is to keep them in there. <laughs> you have one job. You have one job, is to keep them in there. I mean, yeah, feed them and, you know, but you know what I'm saying? You know what she's saying? You know what she's saying? You got one job, keep them in there. Tony says she agrees with you. They screwed up the easy part. I mean, this is this is crazy. This is pandemonium. But this is what happens when you have corporations running the jails and the prisons instead of... Private prisons. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean the fact got, that all this is happening in Alabama should know, tell you something. You've got these prisons that don't have jail cells that lock, don't have the external doors that lock. We've watched the show Locked Up Enough to see... I've been there. I know what it's like. To see, like... Tell us what it's like. Come on, Cole. No, I mean, when, we're, when you're talking about, like, county jail, it's... It's a little different than being yeah. in prison, prison. But here's good kidding. for weight loss. Though. I've never been there. Um, is it? That's maybe, maybe I should go to jail then. Make some of those uh, jailhouse burritos. That's right. Actually, I do know how to make those. That's what we should have done for dinner. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool if we do? I mean, we could probably Google or YouTube like how prison to make food. Yeah. And wouldn't that be fun, though? Wouldn't that be cool to do, like, prison night? 
you know, have like for dinner. ramen noodles and um, what are the things that they use? Skittles and Skittles. I don't know. You put Skittles in your prison burrito. I don't know how to make prison food. How to make jail burritos? <laughs> and what's the drink that they make? Um, what's it called? I don't. Oh, uh, you're talking about hooch? Yes, hooch. Yeah. We could make some hooch and some jail burritos. <laughs> I think that's a fantastic idea, honestly. <laughs> I really do. All right, so let's watch this short video about how to make a prison burrito. I think that would be fun. These guys are escaping the food, and you're trying to get in to get it. All right. Well, I'm just wondering what the, the whites are having for dinner tonight. That's That's what I'm wondering. All right, so... Moving on to you, sir. Show me what you got, buddy. I've actually made this when I came home and I still eat it. Maybe I get like a prison crate where I have nothing in my apartment and I'm like, I know what to do. Five minutes. And can I first say, this guy doesn't look Hi, like my- someone that's been to jail. He looks very polished. Yeah, and he, very, got his, he got his life together. I'm proud of you. Proud of you, buddy. He's very handsome. He looks like he's got a good job. You handsome little felon, you. My name is Klaus Monte, and I'm the founder and CEO of Conbody, and I served a... T- Conbody. <laughs> That's a good one. He's like, let me show you oh, how... Oh, I know who this is now. Oh, do you? Yes. Who is he? He's. I think he's the guy that does the workouts, and he's got gyms where you can go in and work out like a convict, so you can build that natural strength. Did you see that touchdown? <clears throat> no, I'm watching Conbody. Come on. H- hold on, hold on. Watch this replay, and I'll start it. That was amazing. Well, turn it around so they can watch it. If you are no, no, no. If you are watching the Stallions game, you just saw a phenomenal touchdown by the Birmingham Stallions. Here it goes. Watch him. They were at the fifty yard line. My man Jamar, little screen pass, takes to cuts all the way across. Skirk, skirk, breaks two tackles, three tackles, four tackles, and he's gone. <laughs> God, it was so right, good. Let's watch Total of six years in prison. What we're going to be doing is a jail burrito, aka the spread in the West Coast. So you can purchase all this in the jail commissary. What we use and get in commissary is Doritos, Cheez Its, some sort of like Slim Jim beef stick, ramen noodle, ketchup for dressing, and mayonnaise. And if you want to get really fancy, uh, onion. Oh, First yeah. Step, is cracking open the Doritos just a little bit so the air can come out. You don't want to crush it super fast because you might puncture a hole and then you crush down the ramen. I am a trainer, promote a lot of healthy eating, so this is not the best thing to promote, but this is what we had in prison to eat. The noodles are not that bad for you. It has like seven grams of protein, but this... See, this is going to be healthy, too. No, it's, it's not Do we healthy. have time to go to the store and get this stuff if we don't have it? Yes. I just want to make one of them. Okay. This is dangerous. We are only going to use about a half of it. sodium. Mix it all up. Then you get the cheese. It's same thing. Crush them. This is so good. I still make this at home. Make sure you mix everything up so when it comes out, it comes out pretty even. Mix it, baby. And then... The beef stick. So you want to peel the skin out of the beef stick. You want to just Can I tell you, trainers are the worst eaters. <laughs> Wait, the beef stick has skin on it? You didn't know that? No, that's disgusting. Is it like the skin of the cow? No. No. Oh. You really don't know that? 
No. I feel like it's ruined Slim Jims forever. Voila. And you will just like chop it up in small little bits and pieces. Got the meat in there, and now we're gonna start cutting up the onion. In prison, you could get a plastic knife. Some people like work at the mess hall and they steal like plastic utensils from. Doug, you had to get it on the low. You had to get one smuggled in. Um, I'm very excited about this. I think this is gonna be really delicious. Are you really wanting to go get one? Yes. Oh my God. I thought you were just kidding. Hey, listen, you're going to be lucky that I don't live stream myself making this. No, I'm sure that you will. Officers. Or you could use the top of a can. We used to like cut out the tuna cans and use that as a knife. I'm crying. I'm putting the onions in here. He's reliving his present days. He's getting emotional. <laughs> Last and final step after that comes the hot water. You want to make sure you pour it slowly and you want to create a little layer of hot water. This is hot. You want to take the noodles that are hard on the top and push them down to the bottom. Take the top of the Doritos back. You want to make it look like a cake. And then just like hold it down and yep. you'll wait. What Combody is and what I created is a prison style boot camp where I lost 70 pounds in six months. I was working out in the yard and then I helped over 20 inmates lose over a thousand pounds combined. And from there, I came up with the idea where we could hire formerly incarcerated people to teach our fitness classes when I came home. And now yeah, that's pretty good. It is. And if you actually watch the videos of their gyms, it's really cool. We have our own gym in mm -hmm. New York City. Now. All right. So there's a certain way to open this and the reason why made it like laid it backwards was because you have like a seam in these Dorito bags where you could just cut through and I'll, I'll just open it up just like that. And then you have your own plate and this is what's left. Voila. At the end, you dress it up. I'm gonna be honest, that looks good. I think it looks delicious. Just wait, just wait, give it time. With a little bit of mayonnaise. So like, and you know it's not going to be a little bit of mayonnaise. <laughs> not for me. So now you can make your own burrito for your friends and family and maybe use what inmates teach you. Look, she it's loves it. not that bad, right? No, it's not that bad. It tastes like Taco Bell. Right? Yeah. Oh my God! It's just it's like good, having right? Taco Bell. Bad. So why don't you just go to Taco Bell and get a burrito from there? Because that's dumb. I'm trying to eat a prison burrito. Although, if you go to Taco Bell, you can also turn into a, a prisoner, but you become a prisoner of the bathroom. That's very true. Depending on what you eat. So, have you been watching this Johnny Depp Amber? heard trial have any of you guys been watching it i have heard things about it and it's just because some things catch my ear like when i heard a lady pooped on johnny depp's bed i'm like <laughs> tell me what's going on but that's the extent of what i know okay well that's the highlight is it so well okay it. so cliff notes is that amber heard and Johnny Depp were married for like two years, but they were get together for like six. And she came out and said that he was abusive and went to, I don't know if it was the Washington Post 
or who it was she went to um and they wrote an article about it didn't name him by name but everybody knew who they were talking about and he lost pirates of the caribbean the next one they fired him over it right okay so she sued or he sued her for defamation of character and here's the part i like is that he filed it filed for the um case to be done in virginia because that's where the article like um what do you call it one of their printers or something is in virginia right so she begged him not to do it there but he said no he shopped around and got a got a a judge that he liked um but the evidence is making her look like she was the abusive one. Right. Yeah. See, that's so what I understand is that she I guess when they got divorced or whatever, mm-hmm. she was claiming or going to claim that he was abusive and so he just paid her off and was like, Here's some shut up money. Right. Some STFU money. And you're not allowed to talk about anything. So she well, turned I, around and did and wrote an article in or Washington Post, I think it was. It was something like that, yeah. And uh, basically didn't mention him by name, but uh, talked about how she was abused in her relationship. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew she was talking about Johnny Depp. So he's like, well, you broke our agreement, so I'm suing you for the money. You're going to give it back to me. And she's also countersuing him. For defamation of character for a hundred million dollars, so it's a double sue that's going on here. So, do you think, because you know how my brain works, that this is all going on intentionally right now on TV? Well, look at what Tony just said. He said media using this story to cover from something much bigger. All my opinion, of course, they always. They're that's, always up to no good. That's what I think anytime I see like the Lacey Peterson stories or the Shanann Watts stories or anything like this that grabs the public's attention and and you see how the public will pay attention to something like this. They'll know every in and out of this story and know nothing about what's going on in the world that really matters, you know? Right. So <clears throat> I'm wondering if you think that this is a distraction or if it just happens to be going on right now. This is... I I, I think that the lawsuit itself mm-hmm. is genuine, organic. It just happened to happen or whatever. I think this is my opinion on the Well, scenario. the televised part is what I mean. But the attention that it's garnered... Mm-hmm. We know the media works in tandem, hand in hand. With Hollywood with and Hollywood, Washington. the government, the mm-hmm. CIA. And I think that outlets were directed. But then you think, how weird is it for her to write an article in the Washington Post? And if the Washington right. Post is part of this collab with the government... Mm-hmm. It would make sense that all of this was constructed in a way to try and distract people because there's disasters all over the place. I mean, like this right here, everybody feels this way right now because we are mm-hmm. we are dealing with record high inflation. Gas is already almost going up back up to four dollars a gallon. We're at like three ninety at this point here in Alabama. Uh even after 
the administration had announced that they're pulling more oil out of our reserves. Uh, the Ukraine situation, where they're asking the, the Congress for $80 billion to send in right. Ukrainian weapons and military aid. The border, I had this long conversation with my cousin who just got back from Roma, Texas, right? Mm -hmm. And this is a town right on the border. Like, they were staying on the border. They were doing mission work, right? Mission, Yeah, they yeah. were doing uh, uh, mission work with their church and some other groups. And the stories he told me that not only he things he saw, but things he was told by people that lived down there. It's, it's insane. And a lot of it I, I was already aware of just from so much studying up on it but to hear it firsthand none of us realize how bad it is and he's like these these people are treated so fairly when they come across the border but there's so much he said that the cartel is making like a hundred million dollars every couple weeks. Like all in all, that's how much money this is generating. That money works its way up towards the government. Now we don't get too far into that, but anyway, disasters on every front. So it would only stand to reason that they would come up with this plan for her to write an article that would then trigger a lawsuit that, that would then trigger a lot of media coverage and take away some of the heat on what they're dealing with. Look at the Hunter Biden laptop stuff. It's getting mm -hmm. bigger and bigger. They're trying to do everything they can because they want to control what people hear, what they know, how what they're informed with. It's why the Elon Musk freak out. It's why the Ministry of Truth... I mean, could you, well, is it not, could you, anybody imagine, even a year ago, saying the government is going to create an organization to police all speech on the internet? Okay, but see, you're going to bring that up too, and that brings another thing up. Amber Heard, the one that is currently co-suing or, you know, counter-suing Johnny Depp, she has a history with Elon Musk. They were also in a relationship. They actually created embryos together and froze them. And he asked when they broke up for her to destroy them, and she refused. And she had a surrogate have a baby last year. And so most people think that that's Elon Musk's child. Right. And it's just a lot of a lot of this stuff. I'm like Tony to where... I've gotten so bad with thinking so much of this is orchestrated that I don't even believe that the wars are going on half the time. If I can't see it for myself, I'm not believing it anymore because everything's so manufactured these days. You know, it just reminds me of the Truman Show. If I can't visually see it with my own two eyes, I don't 100% believe anything, you know? Right. And that's just where I am. It just... And it's not that I don't believe wars are going on, but I don't believe that they're people fighting against each other necessarily, that maybe they're just working together with the appearance of it being them fighting against each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, like, let's go make some more money. I mean, think about this. They're always, you're either going to starve to death because there's not going to be enough food in the world, or a nuke's going to go off because 
so-and-so's crazy this this year. There's always some kind of thing going on in the world that keeps everyone terrified. Global warming. You know, you just pick pick your poison. Right. But they've always got something going on, and it seems to cycle over and over and over again. You know? I don't know. No, you're right. Uh, it's 100%. I mean, it... It's hard because there seems to be all the evidence points to there being real tragedy happening in Ukraine. And on a human level, you can't dismiss the pain and suffering of all these people. But the question is, and I'm just talking about one aspect of what you're mentioning. The question is, why Ukraine? Mm -hmm. Why with all the human rights and suffering all over the world, why Ukraine? Why is it so important? Yes, we got an agreement with them, but whatever. Why is it so important to the point that we're sending billions of dollars mm-hmm. to them that we defend them from Russia? We didn't defend Georgia from Russia in this this manner. We're not defending Taiwan from China in this manner. What is it about Ukraine and this administration that is causing us to just go over the top? I I don't think there's a simple answer to that. I think it's very complex, and I think there's multiple answers to it. But that's the the question everybody needs to be asking themselves. But the thing is, is even if they come out and tell you the truth, you don't know that it's the truth. You can't believe anything any of them say. Right. You know? I don't know. And what's up with the baby girl uh, between these two? What is... Well, according to the stories that I've read, they created embryos and froze them. When they broke up, he asked that they be destroyed. And... She refused and then had a baby in 2021 via surrogate. And so people say that it's Elon Musk's child. Hmm. He doesn't say that. Maybe he bought Twitter just to ban her. I don't know. So she doesn't talk about his his uh, manufactured baby. I don't know. It's a, all this is a headache. All the stuff so yeah. twisted together just seems too convenient to me. Yeah. I mean, everyone's talking about Elon Musk is saving everything because he bought Twitter. And it's like, no, I'm sure there's something else going on. He's also somebody that wants to put a chip in everybody's head. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, you know, he, he, was, he has been big on artificial intelligence and a lot of other creepy things. Um, what he's is, not his, what a, is his chip called that he wants to put? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, vaguely. Okay, so it's a chip that, and it's been a long time since I've heard him talk about it, but it's a chip that you can, that you put in someone's head. Neuralink. Neuralink, that's it. Thank you. Tony's on top of Okay. It. Yeah, so it's Neuralink. Pull it up. Anyway, the, the point being is that Elon Musk, and I think this is getting lost on some people, but not a lot of people, but some people are viewing um, Elon Musk as a conservative savior, and, and he's not. No. But he is a very helpful piece of the puzzle when it comes to stuff that concern greatly concern 
conservatives, which is the free speech. I do feel like he is going to promote free speech, and he looks like a, a full-blown Republican just because Democrats and liberals in particular have made free speech a political issue. But have you also heard of a wolf in sheep's clothing? Yes. And, and that's hey, well, what I'm afraid this is. Is like, okay, well, let's pacify a little this way. He's going to have to prove himself, you know? Yeah. But, but you notice that people don't, people don't dig into the truth on things. They just see something on the surface and they celebrate, you know, like everyone's celebrating Elon Musk right now. And it's like, why? Just because he bought Twitter? You know, I understand being happy that you're going to have free speech on Twitter. Don't get me wrong. But just like with Amber Heard, like she said, you know, the money I got from Johnny Depp, I donated most of it to all of these charities when in actuality, Elon Musk donated half of that money. It wasn't even her money that she claimed to donate. And then they to found, the ACLU. Yeah, yeah. And then they found out the money that she claimed that she donated, she never even donated it. So. Yeah. You know. Well, let's let Elon Musk explain a little bit about what Neuralink is, at least from, I guess, his perspective. He would know better than anybody and else, he's, right? Look, he's freakishly smart and intelligent. And I'm he's not, funny. I like he's Elon funny. Musk. I'm just saying, like, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon of this guy because I just don't trust these people anymore. In a lot of ways, it's kind of like a Fitbit in your skull with tiny wires. Neuralink wants to connect our brains to computers, and now it's showed off a device reading a pig's brain signals in real time. But how does it work, and will it turn you into a cyborg? I'm going to break it all down for you. Elon Musk is at it again. This time he was unveiling a new brain-computer interface. It's called The Link and he says that one day it could cure everything from paralysis to blindness. Now I'm going to explain all of this to you using the galaxy brain meme. Just think starting off basic and then I'm going to blow your mind. So step one, the basics. Our brains are made up of billions of neurons, cells with long spindly arms that send messages via electrical spikes. Those spikes in electricity travel between neurons in a chain reaction, sending messages to the parts of our brain that control speech or movement, for example. When you move your arm, that action started as an electrical spike up here, which leads us to the second part of the galaxy brain meme, how Neuralink plans to read those electric spikes. According to Neuralink, your brain cells are kind of like electrical wiring. And rather than just having neurons sending electrical signals, those signals could be sent and received by a chip. Elon Musk unveiled Neuralink's implantable brain chip, the Link version 0.9. It's a brain-computer interface designed to be implanted directly into the brain by a surgical robot. Same-day surgery without a big incision or general anesthesia. You remove uh, about a coin-sized piece of skull and uh, and then you can just walk around right after, right afterwards. It's pretty cool. The chip plugs into your brain directly by a... That sounds incredibly disturbing, actually. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> sounds a little weird. By the way, I was able to go get a beer while we were playing that, so I missed yeah. part of it. But anyway, we're going to give it a couple more minutes and, and let him explain further. Tiny microscopic threads. They're about 1 20th of the width of a human hair and they connect with the neurons in your brain to receive and send electrical signals. Importantly, Neuralink says these electrodes won't damage your brain. 
if they're inserted very carefully so that the robot actually images the brain and makes sure to avoid any veins or arteries so that the electrodes can be inserted um, with no noticeable damage. You sort of think like if you stab something with a wire, surely it will bleed, but actually at a, at a really small scale, it does not. Now, I can't believe I'm giving you specs on a brain chip, but here we go. It has an all-day battery life, wireless charging, and it's designed to wirelessly connect to your phone via... Yeah, 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 okay. That's, that's creepy. And see, <laughs> Elon Musk is coming up with that why. I think it's a legitimate question. Listen, Joe Rogan did an interview with him a long time ago. <clears throat> it's been a couple years ago about this, and I thought it sounded great. It would allow people to regrow limbs and things like that. Like, I, I can't remember everything he talked about, but it, it sounded really cool. Would I want it? Probably not, unless I had a disability that I wanted it to fix. But, I mean, I'm just, I'm just scared of stuff like this. I don't know. Right. Well, and, and there was, uh, there was one uh, video that I found <laughs> <laughs> that was... Uh, it was playing it out. It took different clips from Joe Rogan's podcast, one right. with the Elon Musk, another one with the Twitter lawyer, and then another one with Alex Jones, and it made it into this scenario where Elon Musk was finally reinstating Alex Jones' Twitter, and I found this incredibly funny. Maybe it's stupid, but I laughed so hard. I've watched this a million times. What's this? Are you ready for Alex Jones? Sure. Fine. All right. Oh, I've been ready for Let Alex Jones. <laughs> okay. Perfect. They're fucking killing Artie Morgan. So you're telling me it isn't real when they had a fucking vote in the goddamn fucking Senate? <laughs> and Elon Musk is like, that's hmm. funny. That's better now that I'm seeing it on the. <laughs> is the first a... time you sent that to me, I, I, I didn't get it. Yeah, that's that was funny. hilarious. That's funny. We definitely need Alex Jones back. Yeah, but go back and watch the Joe Rogan episode with Elon Musk where they talk about the Neuralink because he does go into detail about it. And it sounds amazing. I'm just scared of them putting something like that in everyone. Yo, I, 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 I mean, if... I love Alex Jones, too. <laughs> if they were... If they were to... I don't know. I don't trust chips unless they're Pringles. I trust Pringles, but... No, you trust the ones from the $5 store. What's it called? Oh, Five Below. Five Below. Pocky. Pocky chips. Pocky ghost pepper chips. Mmm, they're so good. Oh, they're so good. I love those so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need some. Can I go to the store and get some? What time's Five Below closed? They're closed. I can get to Trustville by 9 o'clock. No. No, you Come can't. Come on. Have you checked Amazon to see if they sell them? Yes, we've done that before. We haven't done it recently. No, we bought the one chip challenge. I no, don't but we check for the chips before, and you could only buy them in like a hundred pack cases or something. That's like that. fine. No. Anyway, I think that's all we got for tonight. Um, wh what other announcements do we have? Okay, so two thousand mules Monday. If y'all want to come, y'all. Uh, we're not making this like an official thing, but if y'all happen to get tickets for 2,000 Mules for the Monday night showing, 2,000mules.com is the website. Y'all stop by and say hi. We'd love to meet y'all. And uh, outside of that, May 26th 
is the Jawbone Jam. And for some reason, Trish has been calling it the Bone Jam Brawl. <laughs> I She's can't like, help it. I can't remember the name the, of it. the Bone Jam Brawl? <laughs> Sounds like a wrestling and, and she's dead serious. She's not doing it as no, a joke. Like she, I can't remember the name of it. She keeps calling it the 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 Bone Jam Brawl, and I'm like, sounds like a WWE pay per view. <laughs> the so, Bone Jam Brawl. He was so confused the first time I said it, and he's like, "You really think that's what it's called?" I'm like, "Yeah." Well, at first, I didn't even know what she was talking about. I, I thought she was making something up, and I'm like, <laughs> I, "We don't have an event called the Bone Jam Brawl." <laughs> so anyway, Jawbone Jam, uh, May 26th. So, y'all mark your calendars for that. I believe it's a Thursday night. It'll be at Iron City. Yeah, please, y'all come. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, I'll be on stage. I, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Introducing bands. I may get up there and tell a couple jokes. Make fun of Richard Dixon. I, I don't. I'm not real sure. I was thinking because Angry Carrie usually comes to these things. I may drag Angry Carrie up on stage. Yeah, we'll have a discussion with him. And get him to sing his Obama song. Obama, scandal free. <laughs> so that is going on. And what else? Next week we start with Sunday nights. This is will be Sunday night live. I mean, even though the intro says Friday night live. So what happens if we have to move to Monday? Should it just be the floating show, and we'll just get on there yeah. and start. <laughs> We'll just start individually texting everyone. We're going to do it tonight. We'll call it the maybe it's Friday night. Maybe it's not live. <laughs> We're not even going to have an intro. We're just going to be like, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, is that all the announcements we have? I didn't know we had any. The movie is showing May 2nd and May 4th. That is correct. May 2nd, May 4th. So that's Monday and Wednesday. I wish it was going to be at that Pell City um, yeah, theater. that was a good one. So comfortable with the recliners. See, Kim, you should tell Kim to come to the movie. Kim, come to the movie. Kim you was the only one that came to meet us at the barbecue competition. I know. She's so pretty. Um, I was so excited when I got to meet Kim. What else? What else? Uh, go Stallions, I guess. Is that all we got? Yep. Stallions are winning seven to six, by the way. I thought it said negative seven. I was like, fuck <laughs> That would looks, have been bad. Looks like a negative sign. Man, this new football league is weird. I know. <laughs> what the? Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. Oh, Tony got to meet Kim too, didn't he? Or did Tony leave before? Um, I don't remember. If he yeah, I think it was just you and I there when Kim came up. Outside of that, Jawbone Jam, Two Thousand Mules, uh, Vapor Forge, Wednesday. Thursdays and sometimes Fridays. I'm up there. So if y'all want to stop by and say hi, try out the Delta Eight. You just want to try out some vaping stuff. You if you if y'all are smoking, there ain't no reason you should be smoking right now. Y'all come Trish by and is do drunk. That. Yeah, look at her. I haven't been drunk in like four years. <laughs> I got drunk one New Year's Eve with you. Mm-hmm. That's it. It was fun. <laughs> um what else what else what else oh and thank y'all for showing out at blunt county tactical mm-hmm. um i went by there today talked to nathan for a little while well, went to see I, I i hadn't been to his house in so long i saw his new house and he's had it for like three years and i felt ashamed that my friend of 15 years i hadn't even been to his 
house that he's been living in for years. But Well, he's never been to our house. Well, that's true. We're going to be hanging out with him soon. Him and Courtney and the kids want us to all get together. Um, Y'all keep going by there and make sure you mention me. We're about to start doing some sales at Blank County Tactical that will be only for listeners of the line. So you'll have to go in there and say, hey, I heard about this on the line. I wanted to take advantage of this sale. He was doing, as of Saturday, uh, today, I don't know if he's going to keep doing it, but, you know, he engraves uh, any sort of logo that you want on your firearm. Mm -hmm. And if you mention the line as of Saturday, he was doing it for free if you bought a gun. You get free engraving, whatever you wanted. I don't know if that's going to continue, uh, but I'll find out. And if you're listening to the show next week, I'll relay that message. So, anyway, I'm out of here. Better see y'all at the uh, 2000 Mules. And that's it. Is that all we got? That's it. Apparently, uh, Bama Phoenix thinks I need to be drunk. <laughs> I think you do too, actually. I he think said, that'd that be might cool. be the problem. Miss Trish needs a pitch a good drunk. Take pitch a good drunk. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, no. But. I can pinch a good drunk. <laughs> That's not funny. That was corny. Don't do that. Here, take look. No, it was funny. Take a drink of that. I don't for like ba- beer. For Bama Phoenix. Wasn't that good? No. It's gross. All right. That's it. I'm just prolonging the agony. We're out of here. Until next time. Bye, guys. Slayer calls. Now.